Well, just a little reflection on this beautiful God, uh, parable that we are very familiar with. Um, maybe I'll point out a few things that you haven't considered before. I don't know. We'll see if I get lucky or not. Um, notice that the first issue is understanding, and then the second issue, uh, as far as the effectiveness of the sowing of the Word of God, it has to do with the heart condition and the will. Okay, and so, you, so within the human person, you got the two highest spiritual faculties are the intellect and the will. Okay, and uh, things have to start with the intellect, and then they and then they have to move to the will. It begins in that order. The intellect is like the directing principle. You can't love what you don't know. You can't choose. Uh, something that you don't see or perceive or understand as good. Okay, so understanding comes first. The intellect really does come first. And that's why it's, it's really kind of not enough to just have a good heart. You really do have to have the virtue of prudence. Okay, if you notice from our first chapter, it says, uh, one of the, the blessings of the new covenant, uh, cause this is a prophecy about the new covenant, says God's going to give them shepherds who will shepherd them wisely and prudently. Of course, these shepherds are hopefully loving people too, but but the main characteristic is wisdom, okay, and prudence. So the the it really is not enough to have good intentions if you um, mean the best, but you don't know what you're doing and you don't have understanding. Your energies and your efforts are going to be misdirected and dissipated and the devil ultimately is going to win you're going to be ineffective leadership or whatever it might be but in the moral life is what our lord is being is addressing here in our gospel so you have to have understanding and those who don't have the understanding uh what happens is the the devil comes and he he takes the word away how does he do that i mean i don't know what exact you know this is just a surmise on my on my part um it's not that the, uh, some kind of demon comes into our mind and removes a thought. I don't know if that's exactly what he's doing. But I think what he does is through suggestions, demons suggest things in our, in our minds, is that the person hears something that's true, hears the word of God. Because he doesn't have an understanding of it, it doesn't really have that effect. And then it becomes overloaded by the world and the devil. So you got all the suggestions of commercials and advertising and uh, educational institutions and uh, you know just the the zeitgeist of the of the day is going to come in and kind of overload the person's mind with false beliefs, false values, and then the suggestions of the demons. So I think that's essentially what's happening in that in that first situation. Now in the second one. The, the seed that's sown on rocky ground, that person does understand the word. Okay, so they got that intellectual part. Okay, but what's lacking is the second part. It's the heart. It's the will. Okay, they don't have that down. So they, they hear it. They understand it. And they, they really do initially sort of choose it in a sense. They get excited about it. Ah, oh, sounds good to me. Yeehaw. Jesus is going to save me, forgive me of my sins. I love it. Great idea. 
but they're lacking that deep character. So it says they lack root in themselves. And so if they experience any kind of persecution or hardship, they just give up. Oh, this is too hard. <laughs> they just give up. Okay, so then there's a, there's the uh, deficiency is on the part of the willpower and not on the part of the mind, okay? And uh, the devil, he kind of, he gets us off track in one of two ways. He either scares us or he tempts us with pleasure. Okay, so it's going to be either fear or pleasure. So this first group of guys who don't have the root in themselves, the devil gets them through fear, meaning they don't want to put the effort in, the hardship and the fortitude and exercise the, the gusto that it takes to live the Christian life. Okay, so then you get the final um, case here. It says, The seed sown among thorns is the one who hears the word, but then worldly anxiety and the lure of riches choke the word and it bears no fruit. So basically the devil's like, okay, you know, you got these people who don't have an understanding. That That's easy. We just overload them with false information and we got those guys. Second group of people, okay, they understand, uh-oh, they're wise to, as, to, as to the gospel and what's the truth. But what we do is gonna, we're going to spook them and then they're gonna, we're going to get them that way. Ah, they're kind of wimps, you know. And then the third group, the devil's like, well, these people can't be intimidated, but what they can be is lured into sleep. Uh, so then they just like, oh, you've got so much work to do. Oh, what about the mortgage? What do you get? Oh, you got to save for your child's college education. Oh, don't you want a new car? <laughs> Whatever it might be. And so it's all of those sort of soft, subtle appeals that works finally for the for the third group. And then by God's grace, we have the final situation where there's good soil and the word is able to take root and there's a there's a, a receptivity there. That receptivity that it bears fruit, we have to understand that ultimately it's a gift of God. Very, very important to understand that it's only apart um, apart from God's grace. Uh, we can't be receptive to the word of God. We're going to be lured to sleep with the worldly anxieties or we're going to be intimidated by the hardships that are attendant upon you know, faithful obedience to the gospel or we're going to be dummies. You know, <laughs> So we're going to fall into one of those three categories unless God gives us his grace. And we have our guardian angels. You know, Our guardian angels do illuminate our minds and they they do through their prayers and their intercessions spiritually they help us and they strengthen us to do what's right and to choose what's good, not to be intimidated and not to get lured to sleep by the by worldly anxiety. So we have God's grace and we have our guardian angels, and uh, really apart from that that external help, we're done for. We're going to fall into those first three categories. So my brothers and sisters today, let's ask God for receptive hearts, that we don't fall into those traps of those, those first three categories, but that we um, we fall into that final category of the rich soil that's receptive and that the word of God finds place in us and, and bears much fruit.